the relationship that you have with your patients is really sacred. Literally, their lives are in your hands. And yes, I know we have a lot of things to do, a lot of things to tackle, but this concept of how can I think outside the box to make this patient feel special? And you're gonna have times where it's not possible. You're gonna have times where, you know, pharmacy happens, right? But if you go into it every day just thinking like, how can I make this person feel special? How can I do this? And you don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to spend a lot of time, but you do have to get creative. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. Fit Farm fam, you have spoken and I have listened. Based on all of the feedback that I've been getting on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on all podcast platforms, there is a need to talk about the things not taught that is reality in practicing as a pharmacist to a high degree. That's why I'm excited to launch this mini-series called Unscripted, what they don't teach you in pharmacy school. If you have all of the knowledge in the world to be top of your class, have countless awards, and have every mechanism of action memorized down to minute details, it won't really matter because that won't really help with your ability to help your patients. While the knowledge you gain is essential to the backbone of your degree, it will be useless unless you know how to communicate what you know to those you care for. The fact in pharmacy is this, patients don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. To quote Maya Angelou, it's the details I'll share in this podcast mini-series called Unscripted that will separate you from a patient viewing you as just another pharmacist to my pharmacist, which will only happen once you've implemented the five key facets of pharmacy. That's what we're going to be covering, so let's dive into this week's episode. So you want to do more for your patients. You want to deliver the best care possible, but tech hours are going down. The number of hours the pharmacies open are going down. So it seems like you're trying and expected to do more with less. And while that might be frustrating, what if the answer to doing more is actually doing more with less? Guys, this is the fourth part of the unscripted mini podcast series, and this one focuses on innovation. Now, this is something that I have really embodied because, in my opinion, I had to adapt. I wanted and needed to do exceptional work as a pharmacist. I wanted to give extraordinary extra service to make every single patient feel special. But just like everyone else out there, we're faced with dwindling hours for techs and more demands, and that's just kind of how pharmacy is. So how are you supposed to do that? How are you supposed to give a world-class experience and create rapport, having a patient feel special and taken care of, when you have more and more demands, less and less hours, how are you supposed to do that? I'm gonna share a couple tips that I've implemented in my pharmacy practice, and hopefully this will allow you guys to get some ideas to create them of your own, or feel free to steal mine and use them, because they're simple things that have really worked tremendously in my practice. 
Uh, so guys, the first thing, I want to tell you a story. So a couple years ago, I had a patient come in, and it was actually the patient's husband. And he said, hey, I need to speak to the pharmacist. So I came over, and uh, he said, hey, um, we're, we're moving to this area. We've always used your pharmacy, but we're moving, so we're transferring to your pharmacy. My wife has stage four cancer. She's on some narcotic medication, and I understand that pharmacists have you know, certain tendencies, and that's a kind of sensitive class of medications. So I just wanted to tell you ahead of time, before she came, that if there's any issues or you don't feel comfortable, I totally respect that, but because she's dealing with such a sensitive health condition, if there's any issue at all, call me, this is the husband talking, instead of dealing, having her deal with the issue because she's so in a tough spot right now that I don't want her to have to go through that, even if it's legal, legitimate, whatever. So this was the conversation that he was having. So I said, oh, okay, no problem. So a couple days later, his wife, the patient comes in and she's the sweetest lady ever. She comes in and uh, you know, I introduced myself to her husband previously when he was in. So she asked to speak to the pharmacist and I came over and she just goes, hi, Adam. She's like the sweetest lady, smiling. You'd never know that she was given months to live because her attitude was awesome. So I did it really quick, but I just realized the condition she was in and I wanted to do something to make her feel special because this was the first interaction I had with her. I didn't have much time. She, I wanted to make sure that she got the medication both appropriately filled, but then also promptly. So I wanted to do something extra. So I had to innovate on the spot, right? So I look around, I look around, and I realize that I have this right here. Smiley face stickers. I had some left over from a previous uh, endeavor, right? So I asked her, you know, I'm filling her ship, like it's almost done, but I just have a quick question for you. What's your favorite color? And she goes, blue. So, okay. So I fill her ship, I don't say anything. But uh, on my sheet here, I have a blue smiley face sticker. So if you're watching the YouTube video version of this podcast, you can see it. But if you're listening to it, I'm holding up a sheet of smiley face stickers. Now, what happened next really blew away my expectations. She said blue was her favorite color, so I filled her prescription and I got a blue smiley face sticker and put it on her prescription bag. Didn't say anything. So the tech rang her out because I was working on some other waiters and you should have seen the look on this patient's face. She finally, she put it together like why I asked what's your favorite color and she just like was on the verge of tears. And she's like, I need to talk to you. So I came over and she's like, you don't know how much this means to me. I don't, I, I guess my husband told you what's been going on, but I've been dealing with so much like health issues and I've just been trying to hold it together. And for you to go out of your way and show this act of kindness just really shows me that you actually care. And I was like, well, yeah, I do. I just wanted to like, you know, show you and just give you a little a little something, something, <laughs> just a little smile to brighten your day. Because I, I, as a pharmacist, I dispense prescriptions, but I really try to dispense hope. And that's why if you're watching the YouTube video, I, I wear this hat, the hope dealer, because that's really it, what I believe to be my role is patients come to us in situations where they feel hopeless, where they feel desperate, where they feel lost. And while we're there as the medication experts, I feel like it's our duty and responsibility to give them that reassurance, to give them that sense of hope that we are here to help you. We're a member of your healthcare team and we are here to serve you on your path to help you 
get to a healthier spot or get through this crisis or acute care situation or whatever that might be. So guys, this is the attitude that I go to work with every single day. And uh, the, the impact that this has had, that was the first time that I did that. I just thought in the moment. But because of the reaction that that had, I do that every single day. You can ask my texts. They always smile because someone comes in and it does take some time. Some people aren't as receptive to this, but I've gotten fairly good at reading people of being receptive or if someone's not having the best day, you can just tell they're down. This literally snaps them right out of that and makes them smile. And, and my texts always smile because when I see that, when I, when, I, when I see the patient dropping off waiting for a prescription, I ask them, you know, what's your favorite color? And I always get the same reaction. They look confused and they're like, what? What, what does that have to do with anything? And they just kind of don't say anything. And they're just waiting, waiting. And I get my, I get my sticker sheet, get, the, get their color, and I put it on the bag. And, and they're, when they get the pickup, they see the sticker on the bag. And their whole reaction changes. And it just lights the day. It lights the pharmacy up, really. And every time, everyone in the pharmacy is smiling. Now, let me tell you what this cost. This does not cost a bunch of techs at tech hours. This did not cost me staying four hours extra or coming in early. This did not cost me thousands of dollars. This did not cost me anything, really, because I got, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, I'm holding this up. This is a sheet of smiley face stickers. There's uh, two, four, six, eight, 12 different colors, okay? A thousand of these for $7.99 on Amazon. So, uh, I can only count by fives, so if you uh, do the math, a thousand divided by seven ninety nine, it's like half a penny or something like that. So really, it doesn't cost much, but the effect that it can have on your patient's morale, on the trust that you build with your patients, is truly priceless. And that's really what the impact that innovation has. And and this is just something that came up. I just had this idea. I looked at you know how can I be resourceful with what I have to make an impact and make this patient feel special because she feels hopeless. She is going through a crisis. She doesn't know me at all. She just knows I'm the pharmacist and that's it. So I just wanted to create something in the moment and that's what I did. And it had a lasting impact. So much so that I repeat this every single day. This has been going on for years. I love it. It's like, who can I get to smile most? And through this, there have been hugs, there have been laughter, and there's even been tears of people breaking down just saying like, I've been going through so much, like I, I've had people cut me off on my way here. I've had, uh, you know, quarrels with insurance company, just nightmares, but I come here and you a total stranger who I now know as Adam, my, my pharmacist, you went out of your way and you did this. And I, it's just a sticker, but it means so much to me. And they literally go out of their way to say this. And guys, I'm not special, like this is just innovation, but the, the point I wanna drive home to you is don't focus on the resources that you lack, but instead focus on how can I be resourceful with what I have, focusing on making the patient feel special, feel taken care of in a way that allows you to build that rapport and trust so that you can change from just being another pharmacist to being that patient's only pharmacist that they trust their life with. That is our duty. That is where it really takes you from being just a pharmacist to an extraordinary pharmacist that builds trust, rapport, and a bond with your patients that's indescribable because it's really sacred. The, the, the relationship that you have with your patients is really sacred. Literally, their lives are in your hands. And yes, I know we have a lot of things to do, a lot of things to tackle, 
But this concept of how can I think outside the box to make this patient feel special? And you're gonna have times where it's not possible. You're gonna have times where, you know, pharmacy happens, right? But if you go into it every day just thinking like, how can I make this person feel special? How can I do this? And you don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to spend a lot of time, but you do have to get creative. And that's my challenge for you. And that's something they don't teach you all the time. They teach you to do your job and know your medication knowledge, absolutely. But if you really wanna make your career extraordinary, where you feel like you're dispensing hope, where you feel like you're dispensing miracles to people to feel like they're hopeless, and you want every day to be like that was, that interaction right there just made all of pharmacy school worth it. You guys know what I'm talking about. Maybe those only happen once a year. Maybe those happen every few years. But if you think of it in this way, it can happen monthly, weekly, even daily, if you look for it with intention. Pharmacy is changing now more than ever. For pharmacy students, that means that having a competitive edge, personal brand, and strong why are essential to create a successful career. Becoming the best pharmacist you can does not start when you graduate. It starts on day one of pharmacy school. Fostering healthy relationships, learning the fundamentals of true leadership, being able to successfully manage time, creating your personal brand, and leveraging social media to grow your influence and network are essential caveats of the pharmacy career that are not often taught in how to practically create them amidst the grueling demands you face as a pharmacy student. As a pharmacist who's been working full-time since I graduated pharmacy school in 2012, I am passionate about helping others find their voice in pharmacy. I want to provide you with a clear plan for how to dominate pharmacy school and script your dream career, which I share in my new book, Gen Z Pharmacist. You can grab your copy today in the show notes below or visit my website, thefitpharmacist.com forward slash book. So this is my challenge to you is be innovative. Build your morale. Set the standard that excellence is the standard. It's not some extraordinary thing that happens once in a blue moon. This is what you strive for. And you're gonna have days where you don't feel up to it. You're gonna have days where your techs are having a bad day. We all have them, I have bad days, where I just feel down in the dumps. But if you set this intention clear and communicate your intention with your staff so that everyone's on the same page and the expectation is set, clear, that's when it happens, okay? So that's my challenge, and my advice to you is set a standard for your pharmacy practice that you are there to use every patient interaction as a challenge. How can I allow my time with this person to make them smile, to make them feel so taken care of that they leave better than when they came in, even if it's just a smile? That's what I was trained as. Uh, I'm an Eagle Scout, so I was trained in uh, the Boy Scouts of America. And that was our thing is whenever, like when we'd go camping, we'd go on camping trips. And the, the rule was, you, you, you know, you go and camping, you're setting up stuff, you're, you're cooking everything else. So you're gonna have trash, you're gonna have uh, moving sticks and stuff like that, preparing your environment. But the rule is, when you leave that place, it has to be better than when you found it. And that is the mindset that if you come to the pharmacy every day, 
not the environment, but the patient, if you come into it and you won't win every time, but if you use this as a challenge thinking like, how can I make this person's day? You are going to be filled with so much joy. It is contagious. Smiling is contagious. If you look at someone and they smile at you, you are wired to smile right back and mimic that. I forget the exact brain neurology with this, but it's true. Try it. The next time you're at a pharmacy or just walking down the street, you don't even have to be at work. You just see a stranger. If you, if you give them an intentional smile, not a smirk, but an intention, intentional, genuine smile, you will see that they smile right back at you and mimic that. It is wired in your neurology. So if you go into the pharmacy with the intention to dispense smiles and hope and impact, you're going to have one heck of a fun ride. That's my challenge for you guys. And you're going to have days where that's not possible. You're going to have your down days. I ain't saying that every day is rainbows. But if you go into it searching for it, that's where the magic happens. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. Uh, this is one of uh, many tricks that I use in my pharmacy practice to boost morale and to really come at it with, you know, how can we make this, this patient's day? And the great thing is my techs do this on their own now. My, my pharmacy partner, she does this on her own now. She's phenomenal. Everyone I work with is phenomenal because we all have that intention. It's not all me. It's our mindset. It's our intention that we collectively bring to our patient care together. And seeing that, seeing my team do that on their own, bringing that potential of how can I give something extra? How can I make this person feel special? That's priceless. Because I can only see so many people. But if my whole staff goes into it with that, like how can I make this person feel special and taken care of? If they all go to every patient with that mindset and intention, imagine the impact your pharmacy can have. And that's my goal every single day. And guess what? You can do it too. I'm not special, guys. I didn't even get into pharmacy school my first time around. So if you did, you're one step ahead of me. You've got one more year on me. So you can do this. It is not easy. I am not saying that just smile and everything's going to be better. There are challenges. There are difficulties. There are things we deal with that may not be fair. And some things, many things, we cannot control. But what you can control is your attitude and the intention you bring to your pharmacy practice. And I'm not saying ignore all the other stuff, but what I am saying is instead of focusing on things you can't control, focus on you. Focus on what you can control. That's where the magic happens. So guys, this is the fourth part of the unscripted podcast series, what they don't teach in pharmacy school. I hope this sparks some ideas uh, for you in your practice in coming up with ways to really set your standard higher so that you can dispense not just medications, but hope, inspiration, and rapport, and deeper trust with your patients. Because once you do that, guess what? Not only is your customer service going to increase, your business going to increase, but also adherence is going to increase. Because if you give a recommendation and there's deep trust and rapport, guess what? That patient's going to do that because they trust you. If there's no rapport or they don't like you and they don't know who you are and you give a recommendation, even if it's legit, there's a chance they won't do it. There's a higher chance that they will and will benefit their health if there's that trust and rapport built from the attitude that you choose to bring to your pharmacy practice every day.
So that's my challenge. Uh, this is just one idea that I had and has been working, but I know there's a ton of other amazing pharmacists out there that are doing things just like this, if not better. And I would love to hear them. I would love to share your story. What are you doing in your pharmacy to help raise the bar and give every single patient an experience that makes them feel special and taken care of? I genuinely want to know. So if you're watching this, please let me know in the comments below. If you're listening to this episode, please post it on your Instagram and tag me. Comment on my Instagram post for this podcast episode and let me know what you're doing. I will share it, tag you, and then let people know what you're doing so that we can keep this going. There's a lot of great ideas out there and I, my purpose with this episode in particular is to share them so that we can get these types of innovations out into the pharmacy world to let people know that yes, there's challenges and struggles, but there's also innovation. And that just little glimmer of hope is just enough to allow you to have a great day rather than just surviving the day. You can go into it with how can I make this day amazing and thrive to live to my full potential and dispense my full potential in my capabilities of serving every single patient I have the blessed opportunity to serve. So guys, I hope that you found this episode helpful. Uh, I really want to get this to as many pharmacy students and pharmacists as possible. And the best way to do that is to share this podcast. If you're listening to this and you have iTunes, iTunes podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review. That's how this grows. That's how we get this word out and keep this movement going so that we can be the change we wish to see in pharmacy because it all starts with you, the actions you choose to take right now. Thank you so much for listening. I so much appreciate your support. This is Dr. Adam Martin with the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, signing off from part four of the unscripted podcast miniseries. Be great, go forth, and dispense your full potential. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Let me know. Post it. Tell me how it's impacted your pharmacy career and life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this amazing and passionate community we're creating of leaders in healthcare. You're now a part of the movement, a part of the family. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.